What's up, everyone? Welcome to season two, episode one of the breakdown, uh, the show by millennials for millennials on all things finance. Uh, as you're probably guessing by the rich baritone coming through your canals right now, I am not Sasha Solomon. Uh, she is sorely missed today. She will be back on the next episode, but it is in fact I, Jeff, the extent I'd like to share my personal information. Uh, and I'm joined by, uh, it's okay to laugh everyone if you'd like to, I know everyone's going to laugh. Uh, joined by my millennial compatriots, uh, Taylor. Hi. <laughs> Taylor is eating a pint of Ben and Jerry's half-baked ice cream, uh, but he is not half-baked, at least we're assuming. And uh, new to the show today, uh, Sarah. Hi. Sarah is uh, is going to be uh, one of the panelists today, and uh, we've also got with us longtime friends of the show, Jason think, and Stefan. I actually think we have some of the best attendance records for the Yeah, actually, yeah, actually, frankly, there is, there is, uh, yeah, there is, there is, in a way, this is your guys' podcast, and we're just here to facilitate. I think the three of us are the only ones that have been on all of them. It's true, it's yeah. true, and this, well, yeah, we have this cutout of Sashi here, so I guess she's <laughs> technically been Amazing. for most of the time. Thanks um, for having us back. Yeah, well, thank you for coming. I know the journey was long. It wasn't too bad to get down here. It's snowing outside. It is. Well, thank January. You guys got your snow tires on? No. Oh, yes. No. The, yes. Um, he refu- no. <laughs> no he, refu- he refuses to buy them on principle. We live I'm sorry. Oh, do you not believe on. in the technology of snow tires? We live- Stony Creek is that technology not reached there we yet. We live in the <laughs> city of Toronto where there's no hills and <laughs> as soon as there's a flake of snow, everyone goes 20 kilometers an hour on the highway. So <laughs> I got to get snow tires to That's stop fair. the traffic. No. Well, that's fair. That's fair. They are they are a waste of time, and this is this is a uh, this is the future liberals want, right? Am it's I right? Sports vehicle, just so we're clear. Oh, okay. Well, that's Agreed. gotta be part of it. What'd you say? Oh, nothing. I'm sorry. I drive a 20 year old Honda Civic. Let the record show. Okay, before this goes too off the rails, and this is like the last intro we're doing um, on today's on today's episode. Uh, we're going to talk about researching investing. On a few of the previous episodes, we've talked about, like, A, that we should be investing, which is step zero. And step one is to kind of invest ourselves because, as we've learned previously from Jason and Stefan, it's the most cost-effective way to sort of uh, uh, save long-term or invest long-term. Um, but today, we'd like to get into the more, like, actual nitty-gritty of it. Like, where to – like, what – like, what do we use to invest? Do we go to our bank and be like, hi, like, I'd like to open up uh, an account to invest and buy Aurora Cannabis because I'm just really, I believe in that company a lot. Um, or do we use a third party? And and in addition to that, if we are buying our own stocks and we are investing, uh, what are the best resources to use for that? Like, it's sort of one thing to to you guys working in the industry to kind of almost innately know this stuff, but some of us... Some of us don't, and we're not sure, like, you know, is Reddit slash personal finance a good site, or should we, you know, hit up CNBC? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of things. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's basically what I think today's episode will be mostly about. And let's start with, you know, what are your guys' recommendations for some useful resources for, you know, independent, self-directed investing? I know what I'm going to say. What are you, what I, are you thinking? I mean, I want to see. Do you, you, you guys want to say it at the same time? <laughs> no, no, no. I think what? he knows where exactly what I'm going to say. But uh, I Chicken mean, catch a toy. if you're looking to buy individual <laughs> companies, uh, the most important thing is to understand the financial uh, aspects of that company, and therefore, every publicly traded company has to report 
uh, their financial situation. Usually, most of them do it on a quarterly basis. Uh, that is then posted usually on their own website. So most companies on their own websites, usually under the title Investor Relations, uh, post uh, their financial picture. If not, uh, companies uh, are usually required, again, if you're in the public markets, to file with their respective regulator, who then posts those documents online. So in Canada, that's CDAR, and in the U.S., that's EDGAR. Uh, and those websites are then have a ton of information on these companies that is free to access and uh, easily available. If you understand kind of right. so general that's accounting practices. That's the key yeah. question, right? So if I was to go on one of those websites, like what am I looking for? What are the green thumbs or the red flags? Yeah, so I'm going to take this. I'm going to okay. go... A hundred steps back on this one okay. <laughs> um, and say, uh, yeah, if you you need to get some kind of finance background because you can open up an annual report and look at all these numbers and be like, oh, what, what the hell is going on? Like, I think I like this company, but I don't know. So what I would say where you start is you got to start reading. If you're not going to go to school to study investments uh, or finance, you got to start picking up books and reading books. So some of the best books that... Books? Uh, I know. Books, I'm like, with books, paper? Yeah. Books, yeah. yeah. Like, right. legit, tangible books. books. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't go. Preferably hard copy. Preferably hard copy. Does anyone get, like, a video game? I know what books is going to say, and these are, like, 600-page tomes. Oh, nice. Okay. Why do this So, really, you have to get some kind of, like, financial background. You can't just pick up a company's annual report, financial statements, know what's going on, know what to look for. So, uh, like, kind of the lore of the Bible would be uh, something by uh, Benjamin Graham or uh, Warren Buffett. So, big one is The Intelligent Investor. Great book. Uh, Security Analysis, also by uh, Graham, is a little bit heavier, a little bit more dense. But you just have to uh, start reading finance books and get a philosophy, know what to look for, know what to watch out for. uh, Because a lot of investing in markets is... uh, is kind of it's discipline in addition to knowing the what to look for. So you got to read books. Yeah. So even yeah. like when I was in university, I read a lot of stuff outside of. God, uh, you're such a nerd. Textbooks. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. But I mean, but it you pays need to. off. Yeah. No, that. So 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 okay. Uh, jokes aside. So to get like the fundamental like foundation idea of what to look for. Is coming from like as you say like Warren Buffett or or Benjamin Graham or but like let's say you know I personally for example if I'm not interested in or not interested I don't feel like I have the capacity to read you know a book of that length or of that um, no comments to fan Um, (laughs) just what so is there like is there like a Cliff's Notes version or something you know what I mean like. (laughs) Can I can I can I just go to again? Like, is there is there like a Warren Buffett? Well, okay, so both of us obviously we both went to university. The intelligent investor and, for dummies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. The complete idiot's guide to intelligent investing. Like, yeah. is there an app? So from for intelligent investing, <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. I would need to know. So it's still Warren Buffett. Not that I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> is there an? Do I buy? Yeah. Like Jim Cramer, but with Warren Buffett or Mad Money or whatever that show is called. I'm not aware of an app that will teach you uh, the ins and outs of investing. you got to learn the basics and you need to read a lot. The other thing that you'll develop 
in addition to knowing how to look at companies is to develop an investment philosophy. So a lot of people, I'm sure if you guys talk to your friends about investing, it's going to be like, oh, look at this stock. Uh, it went down uh, $2 in price. I'm going to buy it. It could go up $4 and then I'm going to sell it and you're going to trade a lot. And like, that's not investing, that's trading. So if you get a philosophy, you want to buy good value companies and hold them, happy to hold them for the next 50 years and just, just watch it, let it ride and let it go. Uh, a lot of people get uh, up into the hype, like like trash companies like uh, Aurora Cannabis and stuff like that. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I should have said it. I'm sure I, I've never looked at the company. It might be good. It might not My be good. father, Cornelius Aurora <laughs> Cannabis, did not find found that company to be slandered like this. On what, the... like six months ago? <laughs> <laughs> My great-great-grandfather. <laughs> he's really old, but he knows what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, he smokes so much weed. It's yeah. insane. So let's, let's flip it. If you... I give you a thousand bucks. I want you to invest it today. I'm leaving. I'm gone. Taylor. I'm leaving the country. Taylor, I'm going to ask you because we haven't heard you and you finished your ice cream, so you're good to go. <laughs> it was delicious. Uh, what would you do? What would you do to invest that? You have to invest it. You can't just go out and buy ice cream. What are you going to do? Okay, I was literally going to say invest in Ben and Jerry's. That was so hard. Because, uh, Why? Because Ben and Jerry's is a name that's so well known. If someone tells you to come up with their favorite ice cream brand, I think most people are going to say Ben and Jerry's. If someone says Chapman, sure, maybe they, they have a specific type of Chapman's that they like. But in general, I find Ben and Jerry's is one that's really well known in Toronto. And on top of that, they did a really good marketing scheme, which like most people still remember, where they they grouped up with Uber Eats, so you could actually order Ben and Jerry's to your door. That's something that stuck with people, which most people still remember. That was a lot. Yeah, so like, like, it, like, it's, it's, I have it on my Ben and Jerry's journal. So that's awesome. So, that, so that's what we would call an investment insight or like a profitable insight that you are not just looking at what they make, what's going on, but you're you're trying to understand the market. You know that, okay, they're the leader. So they have this uh, dominant position. Um, sure, there could be competitors here and there, but like Ben and Jerry's is going to be around for a long time. They're making a lot of money. They don't give away the ice cream for free. Not That's even true. true. Yeah. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> so then let's talk a little bit uh, a little bit more about just sticking on that. Uh, do you know what company makes Ben & Jerry's? Are they owned by Unilever or something? Not sure. So I think so. I think they're owned by Okay, somebody. so that's a strength. What, what would, like, a weakness of that company be? So, like, what kind of competitors are coming in? I know, like, diet preferences are shifting. Not like Halo Top. Halo oh, Top right. is the Halo Top. Yeah, see, is Halo Top going to crush Ben and Jerry's? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know so. if we have enough health nuts to like support. But what about ten years from now? Maybe if you think about how many people cared about healthy eating ten years ago and ten years from now, that's those are things that you do need to consider when you're thinking about an equity because you are buying it for its future, not its past. Yeah. What a company did in the past well when said. you're buying it is pretty much irrelevant. I completely agree with that. What they're going to do in the future is what's important to you. Yeah. So like business 101 kind of uh, acronym that they would talk about is uh, SWOT, S-W-O-T. So strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So it's like looking at a company and saying, and kind of getting the lay of the land. So there's the strengths would be that they have a great brand. Uh, a weakness is uh, that, okay, maybe they're not the best on diet, and then opportunities and threats might be something a little bit more long-term. 
Ben and Jerry's could expand out of ice cream into other dairy products or, or whatever. Our, uh, Fact check is yes, Unilever. Unilever. Oh, you're surprised. But that's part of the whole research is yeah, you want to buy Ben and Jerry's, but Ben and Jerry's is not an independent company. They're owned by another company, Unilever. Unilever is a public company. So, but do you want to buy the Unilever stock just to get exposure to the future earnings of Ben and Jerry? Mm -hmm. Or do you want to, or Ben and Jerry's? not a person, but uh, or maybe it was. My but, grandfather, but Benjamin <laughs> Jerry, Benjamin Cornelius Jerry. So Unilever, Esquire. obviously a massive conglomerate, owns a ton of different uh, product lines. I mean, they are one of, if not the largest consumer packaging company in the world. Uh, so you can't buy if you can't buy just that. Do you want the rest of the business attached? Like those are all things that you have to review before you invest in it. Okay. So what is what is the? I think your question was what is the most useful resource? So yeah, you, yeah, you can go in company financials and see how they're doing. That's one place, but you really need to understand the business, understand the cash flows, how they're getting money in. The mm-hmm. ice cream is a great example because it's something that we all understand. Like they make ice cream, they sell ice cream, they get money. It's. Yeah, it's, 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 it's business you went to school for. It. Hey, I don't know. I feel like I've already got the gist of it now. So that's good. So you need to understand individual companies, but why I say to read books is to is back to books. Always books. You should never stop reading. Never stop. I got all the best books. Uh, yeah, books are great. I love books. But like, let's say I do want to go and buy these books. Like, let's say I'm genuinely interested. I want to become maybe not a full expert, but I want to get a better grasp on how to invest and how to research my investing. How much, like how long is it going to take for me to get to a reasonable level of understanding things where I feel somewhat comfortable investing my money? So uh, that's a good question, especially because you're saying... Uh, reasonable enough. You're never going to be right. perfect. You're never going to know everything. I'm so not going to catch up to you. It's not going to happen. I'm but. never. I am. <laughs> it's not hard. Like no, five five percent into the. Not even. I'm one percent into the realm of what I should actually know. So like, you'll never be. You'll never be an expert. So sorry, don't try to uh, That's okay. Uh, comment uh, on that. Totally not. No. Okay. Thank no. You. <laughs> no. No. If you don't have anything nice to say. <laughs> Hey, are you wearing golf pants to work? <laughs> I am, yes. <laughs> Excellent. He's living his best, most sweet comfortable t-shirt. Life. Those are those are good. Those are sweet pants, though. <laughs> to the folks at home, Jason and Savannah both look amazing today. Frankly, really, really spearheading the yeah. casual business look. Casual anyway, continue. <laughs> so it's it's when you feel when you feel comfortable. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know the exact. How would you explain like the appropriate time to jump in um well let's see when i started investing i didn't know anything and lost a lot of money (laughs) and but then i learned (laughs) i mean it is a process right the you shouldn't expect that the first investment you make is gonna be perfect uh you shouldn't expect any investment that you're gonna make is gonna be perfect it's uh it is a learning process that is, I mean, it's something that tends to be lifelong. So, but getting started is, start slow. Don't, you don't have to put every dollar that you possibly have 
into one company in the hopes because generally if you're just starting it is a hope it's not like you're not necessarily right. going to know a ton so uh but yeah it's a learning process so it it's difficult but it's something that long term should be beneficial to you even if you don't end up doing your own investments for yourself 30 years from now you pay somebody to do that um like me or jason uh, okay. the, it, it's still beneficial because now you know, <laughs> yeah, now you know, like what they're doing and understand what they're doing, and you can then either agree or disagree with the reasons they're doing it. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's something that you start early. It's a long term learning process, but it's definitely something that's beneficial to you over the long term. And unfortunately, like everything else in life, you'll learn by making mistakes. So yeah. unfortunately, in this time, making mistakes means losing some money, but that sh- you shouldn't be too concerned as long as you're not risking more than you're able to afford. And if you're young, you have a lot of time to make it back and a lot of time to learn. So it it's good to just get a foundation, but then just start going and you'll start learning as you go. That's cool. And so, so that, I guess, you know, we're more or less talking about like a specific, like individual company, but would, would doing that said research on like, like something that's more like a group, like an ETF or mutual fund, like with that for a first time investor, all ETFs and mutual funds are, is a portfolio of individual companies. So, but, so, but my question is, would it make sense for a first time investor to spread that risk out over multiple different equities as opposed to just being like, I like Nike, I'm going to invest in Nike versus. It's not even a first time investor. It is important that, uh, everyone diversifies their investment. Being invested in one thing is very risky because even if you invest in it for the right reasons, things happen. Things change. You can't predict the future. Nobody can predict the future. So States catch I, on I know fire. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. exactly. States catch on yeah, fire. Yeah, do apparently, yeah. Yeah, like thing, things happen. Uh, so investing all of your money in one thing is generally frowned upon by, I would say... 99% of all investment people, uh, everyone talks about having a diversified portfolio. Right, so right. the part of that diversification is that you own more than one thing. Yeah. I, I mean, it worked out for Bill Gates to be uh, all <laughs> your right. net worth in one thing. But, but Bill Gates in no way has had all of his net worth in Microsoft for a long Like he Obviously, it has been beneficial to him, but... He also had some control over what was going on with that company. Yes, Just but some. he's also, I mean, <laughs> he is he he has made a ton of money in not owning Microsoft shares, too. Okay. So he's, it I, helps when you're very close friends with Warren Buffett. I would say another, uh, I should call him, I guess. <laughs> another key piece of advice would be, or a good place to start, would be invest in things that you know. So we're joking around here about Ben and Jerry's, but... Or about Nike has come up, Coca-Cola, stuff like that. Aurora Cannabis. Aurora Cannabis, cannabis. yeah. <laughs> sure. Have at it, huh? <laughs> But invest, invest in things you know because that, that's where you'll have the insights. That's where you'll understand what's going on. If you're looking at like a manufacturing company that makes wiring for microphones or like computers, like how much real yeah, like profitable right. insight are you going to have? Yeah. Like how many people are doing that? It's tougher to ask those questions. Do I think that Nike is better than Adidas? Checks over stripes. That's what we like. I don't know. Oh, my. I don't catch stripes. Am I right, guys? What up? Yeah. But, yeah, so you, you can have those insights so you can stay focused on that. 
So, question. Um, so, investments, as far as I know, obviously, I don't know a lot. That's why I'm here to learn. But that's more of like a long-term commitment, kind of want to make your money work for you over the years. Um, would it make any sense to try and like keep an eye on what's going on in the market? Or is that something that like more you should do if you're trading? I think that you don't have to keep an eye on the market. No. I think that that's, that is trading, like you said. It's not necessarily investing. And I think, especially when you're first starting out, you're just going to get so lost in the noise. Like there's just way too many companies, way too much going on, way too many opinions. Like one company can report earnings and you can get six different opinions on what those earnings mean. So it, there's a lot of noise. And you, someone made a joke about Reddit, Reddit sub posts. Like maybe following certain people, certain bloggers, people that uh, like you trust. Like for instance, we would follow what Warren Buffett says. Like I don't know what his most recent blog post is, but... <laughs> He writes books. Books are great. I don't know if I said that. Books he, are great. He doesn't <laughs> write books. There's he writes book. an annual letter that is yeah. extremely well followed. Is a is okay. a book like also, a, but you can not follow a full these. book, so a little shorter on the reading. So it's uh, so you no, can follow the yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, and I would say most investment professionals probably read that just to see. I mean, he is an oracle. Yes. Well, you can also, I mean, I, I suppose it too, like, like you're reading it because you appreciate his insight, but you're also reading it because you know everyone else is going to be reading it and they'll probably behave or at least take what he's saying as... Now, as, you're, now you're thinking second level. <laughs> no, but, but no, but like, I just, like, it's sort of... Dimensional it's chance. worthwhile to think <laughs> yeah. about if you're thinking about just breaking into something right? yeah. to look at who's the trendsetter, like who's the leader, who's everyone yes. else looking yeah. at. Like, that makes sense. So, so investing, we should be investing, we should be like holding, like if we've done our research and we like the company and we're like, this is a good idea, we should be holding it. Uh, is there a, a situation when like, like quote unquote day trading is ever like worth doing or is it kind of just gambling without getting to watch the result live? Can I ask what that is? Day trading is just <laughs> trade. Well, a typical day trader means you start and end the day flat. So you buy something during the day, you will sell it by the end of the day. Or you sell something early in the day, and then you have to buy it back. So you're betting on the price moving, within movement the within day. the one day. So stocks yeah. trade between 9.30 and 4 o'clock in North America. Okay. So if we go back to, say, Roebuck, Canada, uh, I think that the stock's going to go up today. I'm going to buy some. Hopefully I can sell it higher later in the day. So when yeah. you go to a bar and you see the stock market scrolling at the bottom of those are the people TV that are watching. You see people the are business yeah. on their phones. That's yeah. what they're doing. Uh, <laughs> Some of them, <laughs> probably. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious, nosy. I need to know. It's always it's always gambling. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, you if you think that you have an insight or can ride a wave or know when to get in and out, it's going to work for a little bit, and then you're going to get crushed. It's it's inevitable. You're going to get crushed. Okay. It's yeah. not it's not investing. It's not a long term thing. I, and it's yeah. not there's no there's no like real skill to it like it's oh no no there's definitely there definitely is some skill to it but like statistically long term it doesn't work has it, has it never worked for anyone I'm sure some people right. have made right. tons of money day trading right some but, some people at the blackjack table do better than others uh, maybe on a daily basis too but it's not a winning strategy ultimately the house always wins <laughs> Yeah, and the other thing is transaction costs. You're going to eat up so much yeah. in transaction costs. Right. So, yeah, day trading is not a strategy to make it rich. 
Not recommended for first-time investors. Not recommended for anyone. Yeah, not recommended <laughs> for anybody for at all. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was. I think that's probably pretty good. Does anyone? No, I just know that I need good? to read books and read books. Yeah, feel empowered by that knowledge. I feel more educated than usual. Yeah. You either read books or pay someone or you to pay read. Someone, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. To have a brain just full of books. Uh, okay, so that's great. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, we'll be back next week or next episode. I don't know what we're talking about next time. Probably something financial. Sasha we really need Sasha, Sasha back. Usually, usually knows what's happening. Next. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure she does know. That's true. If only Sasha was that. here. Uh, anyway, thanks everyone for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.